Guys, welcome to Real Talk with Keith Smith. My name is Jerry Miller, and it's just great to be with you on a Friday. I you know, woke up feeling invigorated, a, a zest for life, and I generally have a zest for life, but today was fantastic. Our oldest, our five-year-old, got a little dabble of what kindergarten was going to look like for him, which we're very excited about. I get to spend time on this show with folks I call family. Keith, I think, calls me family back. Judah from time to time. You know that whole. (laughs) You know that whole. (laughs) Judah from time to time, I think, calls family back. You know, know, what's what's that saying? You you know, you can choose your friends, but family you can't choose. I'm kind of stuck with your ass. (laughs) I I say it's a love-hate relationship. I love Judah. And and, and Judah from time to time may hate me over here. But I think for some time he loves me. We were talking about the the life of a self-employed entrepreneur. And it's not sunshine and rainbows and puppies every day, is it not, Keith? No, it, it, it's not, and it's it's really it's a, you know interesting topic to kick the show off. Uh, it's funny. Part of what we did in San Diego, uh, this convention we or summit we went to, some of it was real estate based, but some of it was exactly what you're just talking about. You know, the the, the spirit, the self-employed spirit, uh, to go ahead and you know what does it take to to get out there and do that. And, you know, it's interesting. I was just actually reading something about this this morning. Um, uh, there was an article that RIS Media put out to talk about, um, you know, what's the three top things that new real estate agents should be always having in their mind. And, and the first thing is that it is, is it's a business. Well, a lot of people maybe don't understand that but this is a business it's a business right? this is yeah. a business um, but yeah you know it is not all sunshine rainbows and, and and puppies but i'll tell you what i've never worked a day in my life since 1987 86 i got out of marine corps in 86 87 2008 for me i feel the same way yeah. um and 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 it's an emotional roller coaster ride it can be at <clears throat> times but there's nothing i'd rather do and to put it in perspective um, even when I'm doing my hobbies, when it's like going to a restaurant or going to a brewery or playing squash or, you know, playing pickleball, or racket sport or hanging out with my family. Your brain's turning. My brain's turning. Yeah, yeah. And I'm talking with people and, and, and you and I, you know, cut to the chase. We have the gift of human connection. We like to you know, talk. We like to talk. Um, and, and we get energy off other people. But one of the positives of us communicating with people and having this conversation and be able to do this is it sometimes leads to relationships that are professional. And, oh, and you know, how, how do you navigate? That's, a, that's an interesting navigation, right? Because, you know, you've got the work side and then you've got the personal side and, um, <clears throat> you know, the separation between the two isn't really there. It's sometimes intertwined. How do you, how do you kind of keep, keep it? a great question. Keep it going and then i know i know your better seven h is involved in the business if not directly indirectly oh very directly yeah for for, for sure i know mine is and then how do you keep that and it's funny we're very open book we actually go to therapy once a month and have have this this conversation and it was interesting this topic came up in our therapy session yesterday well i'll say this um she keeps we, on going, why are you with this guy? We, try, we tried uh, my better half, and she's actually with our oldest right now. It's a two-hour orientation, kindergarten cool. period. I had to cut out a little bit early because got to pay the bills here. Um, this pain in the butt Smith made no, you come here. No, no. I mean, she's the best. She understands, she understands the concept. So we tried um, of working. She actively, I talked about this on the show, actively works within our businesses, actively. 
And we tried doing it where it was a desk in the office next to me, and that did not work. That's um, the same reason why my wife and I don't run together. Yeah. Right? We're just, we're, we're similar people. It was really interesting. Um, I have to bring it back on. But we start, we literally dress alike, but not talk about it. Literally, I, I, I'm wearing a blue polo and a pair of white pants, and Yona's wearing a dress right now that is exactly the same color with white flowers. Love it. Didn't even talk about it. And I looked at her. First, I said, hey, man, you look pretty sexy. And, <laughs> and, and she does. And I'm uh, sorry about that, honey. And then, uh, and, and then I looked at her. I said, damn, we're wearing the same colors. Didn't even talk about it. Down to the shoes. That's great. That's great. So how we figured it out was this. Don't have the desks next to each other in the yeah. same office. Yeah. Have a laptop, work wherever you want. She's got two little boys, one of them now going to kindergarten. She's at the house. We communicate via text when we need to. If it's something more complicated than text message, we'll hop on the phone or FaceTime. We'll figure it out during the workday. At home, when I get back, you know, 6.30 you for dinner. off at home? I try to. Yeah. I've, gotten, I've gotten better at that. Um, I mean, when you make your passion your profession, it's borderline on an obsession. Um, and I have to navigate that as well. But the separation, a little bit of separation during the workday has made it work. And, and um, you're really good at that because you shut me down early in the morning in the beginning of this, right? Well, that was because you were texting at 4.35 a.m. No, it was 5.30. And was we like, had a baby boy. Jerry, who was don't exaggerate. Up. It was 5.30. <laughs> it was early. It was early. Now, you know what? The crazy thing is. We're up now then. So yeah, and I totally don't do it out of, out of respect, but our yeah. chemistry has gotten to the point that we don't really need to do this stuff. Right. It, just, it, just, it just hits off. I but. mean, you and I have worked together for, in Judah, how long now? Too long. Four plus years? Is it? Did you hear what I just said? Oh, I heard. <laughs> was the first show we ever did in 2018? Was it Q4 of 2018? Yeah, actually. It was, right? Yeah, yeah. That's when you and Yona came on. Yeah, we, we've been And doing- it clicked so well. We did another one, remember? Yeah, you know. Somebody happens to like a camera and a microphone. I have no idea who the hell that is. I think you and I, you and I are very similar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did. I, I got a haircut yesterday. Thank you for noticing, by the way. Oh, you look fantastic. And I got my mustache trimmed it yesterday. It looks very thick, your right. hair. Your mustache manicured well. Thank your you. hair. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. I, you know, I, I, was, I was a little worried about our relationship <laughs> there for a minute. Uh, but, you know, so I, I'm, I just got a haircut, so I'm leaving the house, and I put my hairspray in, and Yona looks at me and goes, you're such an idiot. Your hair wasn't moving anywhere. And what happens at a certain age... You Paul made in Tresemme number four, don't you? I do, and at a, which I really didn't need. At, but at a certain age, you'll, you'll probably here already, but at a certain age, you get into these routines. Oh, yeah. And I just, this is a routine, and, yeah. I, I don't, and if I get out of my routine... And my fear is the older I get, the worse it's going to be. Uh, so to so my daughters who are listening today, I apologize in advance to move forward. But look, back to the main question. Um, yeah, look, overall, um, you know, it was funny. We, we were talking about the difference between the word satisfied and happy. Yeah, okay. Right. Oh, I'd love to unpack that. Dylan's Rule, good to see you on Twitter. Yeah. Johnny Ornalis, Kevin hey, Yancey, we got a lot of folks watching the program. So what's the definition of happy and what's the definition of satisfied, right? And this definition of happy means different things to different people, right? Happy is like a really big word. It, 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 it means something, but does it really mean something? Satisfied a diff- has some little bit more uh, depth to it, right? 
you know, this is the guy who can barely speak English just talking about words. Uh, but, you know, satisfied is, is you know, and, and, and your level of satisfaction as you go on in your life changes, right? What satisfies you at 20 years younger than me and what satisfies me is it's maybe two different, two different things. But, um, you know, uh, business, look, let's face it, real estate is real estate right now. Everybody's a little bit off. Sales are down 40, 50 percent. We're pretty much where I thought we were going to be this year, which is which is off, but we're not less than what I thought we were going to be, which is great news on it. But guess what? We're happy. We're happy. There's that word, but we're satisfied to your to your satisfaction. We travel still, right? Travel's important to you, though, so I understand it. I've grown to I've grown to understand it. Yeah, really. I've 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 literally tell me how. so I'll put it in perspective what, for the viewers and listeners what we'll we're talk talking real about. Estate soon, hopefully. Yeah, I mean Keith, the show is real talk with Keith Smith. The show is real talk with Keith Smith. Okay? I'm focusing on the real talk. We, we, do, we do the show three days a week. Of of the things that we do at the businesses here in the Macklin building, the brand management, you'd say brand management takes up most of our time. Sure. Managing the brands due to for our clients. I love Seville show. I would say is second. Real talk is third. No, I'll, stop it. I mean, no. real talk is three days a week, 90 minutes a show, oh, oh, plus the post. The and pro- yeah, taking up time. That's yeah. third here. Brand yeah. management, what, the B2B, what we do with our clients, one. So what are you I, trying to tell I, me? Well, here's my <laughs> saying. And like, we've been working together for almost five years this yeah. fourth quarter. Yeah. Initially, when you were taking all this vacation time, I was like, it's real talk with Keith Smith. That's Your name is on the headline. Real talk with Keith Smith. But then this is what I realized over the five years that it's so important to you, and when you come back from these trips, you are energized, and you are like... So it's funny. Pumped. So, so the, the... You need it. Correct, because um, back to the whole... That's, your travel is my squash. Yeah, but I also ride bikes. And, and no, but you see what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's an outlet for you. Yeah, so um, back to the rainbows and puppies and stuff like that. And the fact that Yona and I work every day together, we travel this, and so so that you know, we work when we travel. Oh, I know you do. Uh, I've seen it. Yeah, we work when we travel. And um, back to the connections. I mean, we're just in San Diego, and we've got a referral going there. We're sitting. I, I, I didn't get a chance to tell you this in the pre the show, prep of the show. You were sitting with this. Remember this couple I was telling you about that bought a, a home in Chattanooga. Yeah, they just referred us somebody. That's fantastic. So I'm sitting on a beach, having well, actually in a bar, but sitting uh, talking real estate, talking real estate because yeah. that's what we do. Of course, right? You talk branding, mm-hmm. I talk real estate, life, whatever it is, and we are now getting a referral into our area because they have family that's moving into here. I don't know if we're going to find them something to buy, but that's a whole. Different they got family thing. coming here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, fantastic. Yeah. So, so Jamie just, Turner giving you a little zing over here. Jamie Turner, I love when you watch the program, The Real Estate Investor, repping the pep and call pepper. Real talk with Neil Williamson on Fridays. Real talk with, <laughs> Quint, with Quentin Beckham on some days as well. But then he says, I completely understand the need for some R&R and recharging the batteries. Jamie um, and his beautiful better half. Uh, is your, is your, your first child born, Jamie? I believe you guys just had a baby shower, oh, right? Your beautiful uh, wife. I saw photos on your Facebook page of her at a baby shower. Maybe not born yet. He says, definitely understand the need for R&R, though. Shout out to him for prioritizing R&R. Yeah, so this is important to Yona and I, but, but it, it's, it's R&R 
you know, look, I, I was trying to explain this to somebody. You know, we work, I know what you do. We work 12 hours a day. I mean, think about, think about it. I just took 10 days off. Went to, yeah, but you worked every day. I know. I know that's what I'm saying. I but, went to, but the level of work, so, so what, and I watched it. What you did when you took 10 days off was you worked on your creative stuff. Oh, yeah. Sword. Totally sorry. I was able to, I was able to take time away. So here's the thing. We're hosting hours of talk shows every week. Sometimes you're working. It's like the E-Myth Mastery, the book. Any entrepreneur or business owner that's listening or watching the show, the most impactful book I've ever read from a business standpoint is a book called E-Myth Mastery. If you read this book, it will change how you go about your business. The whole concept is work on your business instead of in your business. And when I was well, able I to take... say for your business. Yeah. So right. like when I was able to take this time off in Southampton, I was able to think the big picture stuff of so the business and where I learned, wanted it to go. Now you just learned why I go away. And that's what we do. We, first of all, Yona and I need to reconnect, even though we're together all the time, right? That's, that's, that is our priority, to reconnect on it. Um, and, and we get to work. We, we, we tweak business plans. We do whatever. We, we talk to people. And, and, but it's a whole different vibe, right? You know, it's like, okay, I got to wake up at 4.30 in the morning, got this to do, got my bike ride in. You know, it just becomes a different pace. And the, and the brain just changes. You know, you're just so much more creative. If you've got to create, for me anyway, my creative side works much better when I go and do that. But it's, it's, it's very interesting. You work to back to the whole, um, you know, rainbows and puppies and what it is. You know, it, it, you know, if you're not working seven days a week, 10, 12 hours a day, it, it's just what happens, right? When we go down there, we get the same amount of work done half the time. I can't tell you why. Somebody out there smarter than me probably can figure it out. But we actually get the same amount of work done. And the other thing is, is when you travel, did you find people bugged you less? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. People won't bug you. People, people didn't Not, bug me. Well, they'll bug you with real problems, but the stuff that they can fix themselves, they generally fix. 100%. 100%. I noticed that as well. Um, I thought, um, you know, we closed a couple deals while we were up yeah. there. We great? set the parameters for the Jerry and Jerry show while we're out there. Worked on this mom show that we're doing. I mean, it was just, it was needed. And, and I'm looking forward to doing it again. Um, got a, another hiatus coming up at the end of September until October. Okay, now um, I'm nervous. <laughs> Real talk with Keith Smith. Neil Williamson yeah, yeah, in this chair. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, we, we, I've actually... Is Neil watching watch today? Neil, you watching today, uh, buddy? We love you, Neil. I spent some time with him yesterday on... Uh, we, he and I did uh, uh, Real Estate Matters with Michael Guthrie. We pre-recorded it. So Very nice. It was a lot of fun talking about uh, what, uh, what, I, what we did for the Regional Housing Partnership and the Developer Incentive. It was actually a great conversation on that end of it. But yeah, so um, it's, it, it's a recharge the batteries and go, go ahead, go ahead and, and move forward. And to us, it's super important. You're smiling. Uh, Bill McChesney watching the program. Hey, that, that made me laugh. Um, he said several of us reprimanded Jerry uh, for his social, mini, social media activity while he was on vacation. He Thank used you, the word Bill. admonished uh, yeah. us. Well, well, I mean, let's cut to it's the funny. Show. It's funny Bill should say that because I, for a fraction of a second, yeah. I had my phone and I was going to do that. And yeah. I put it down and I said, you know what? If he would have did that to me, I'd be pissed. And it's funny. We're becoming family. Yeah, we are family. And we are family. Yeah, I definitely consider you family. And what do we do every once in a while? Yeah, we tell each other, hey. Every once in a while we get We got up, to. 
every once in a while we get each one of our little back of the hair up yeah. a little bit. But what do we do after that? Fist hug, bop or hug it out. Hug it out. Yeah. And then so I love you. See you. See you. It's kind of like going to confession. And that's only natural for folks that spend as much time as we do to, you know, each week. I mean, Jude and I, 45 hours a week. I mean, some weeks I spend more time with him than my yeah. wife, literally, because literally and within what? 10 feet of each other, 15, 20 feet of each other in an office that's about, I don't know, 900, 950 square feet. It's not roses and so, sunshine. So I, I'm a student of body language, and it's amazing. He, he wears his body language very, uh, very <laughs> so, tangibly. So re- real estate, guys, I think that's what we're supposed to talk oh, about. Oh, yeah. We've I'm going to hug you and kiss you later. Uh, John Blair, what's up, pal? Kyle Irvin, Michael Plecker, Olivia Branch, Jamie Turner, Dr. Wolf, Dr. Wolf, we got to get you on the show. Holly Foster, Bellamy Brown, Kevin Yancey, Laura Fawner, Liza Borges, Eric King. Aaron, I hope this works out for you. Brittany Gray, Tom Stargell, Jen Finazzo, Scott Q, Juan Sarmiento, your beautiful daughter, Yvonne's watching the program right now. Word on the street, Yvonne, is you're coming on the show? Uh, yeah, as of this morning, she, I hope she doesn't, uh, is committed, but on Wednesday, and it's going to be, I'm looking forward to it, been looking forward to it for a while. Um, she's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but she's going to be here with Scott, and what we're going to talk about is her actual transaction and how we helped her move it. And what we want to try to do is, um, and it's based on this conversation I had with the Chattanooga uh, couple, couple that, you know, talk a little bit more of uh, bigger picture that can help everybody. Because, you know, again, sitting at the dock of the bay, it's amazing who actually listens to this show and, and watches it. Um, but hey, real estate show. So, got any real estate questions? Throw them out. You got any? Kevin. Case Kevin likes to play the bull and the bear. He's often uh, Kevin's the bear. Kevin Yancey. Kevin Yancey. We re- we don't <laughs> mind that you're the bear from time to time. Kevin, the uh, king of Waynesboro over here. He says. So, how does the Evergrande bankruptcy affect the U.S. market? China's one of uh, China's largest is is it their largest um, real estate holding company? Um, the news today. China property giant Evergrande files for bankruptcy protection in the United States in a Manhattan court. China's heavily indebted property developer Evergrande Group on Thursday filed for Chapter 15 bankruptcy protection. Chapter 15? Chapter 15, yeah. Yeah. And the filing to the Manhattan bankruptcy court, the firm sought recognition of restructuring talks underway in Hong Kong, the Cayman Islands, and the British Virgin Islands. The world's most indebted property developer defaulted in 2021 and announced an offshore debt restructuring program in March. To put some of their real estate holdings in perspective, um, net losses for 2021 and 2022 for Evergrande were $66.36 billion in 2021 and $14.76 billion in 2022. This company is hemorrhaging right now. A lot yeah. of folks say this could be an early indication of the collapse of other um, you know, real estate holding companies yeah, and so or developers. You, so you, look, I, I, I have an opportunity to dig into that. I was working on new construction numbers uh, this morning and maybe we can help Kevin out a little bit on, on Waynes, Waynesboro single family detached and attached here a little bit later. I believe, and I'm not a, by any stretch of imagination an expert on that. I believe Chapter 15 is the foreign holding company's version of 13. I may be wrong. Somebody out there smarter than me can figure that out. Um, but look, they're going to restructure. They've got a bunch of assets. I, I don't really know what impact that's going to have. 
particularly in our local market on it. I just haven't read up on it that much. Um, but if it's a restructuring, I think they're going to restructure it. The question is, what are they holding? Is it multifamily? Is it single family detached? Is it uh, commercial? Right? That, that may make a difference. And again, I don't know for a fact, but I suspect if you dig into it, I bet you a lot of it is multifamily and a lot of it is commercial, possibly, like Class A space and stuff like that. So I don't know if Kevin knows that for sure. I don't know. Um, but we'll have to research that. You know, I don't, I don't want to wing it, wing it and not have it. But my suspicion is they'll restructure and, and kind of come out of it on the other, on the other end. Avon right now is driving over the Chesapeake Bridge um, and hmm. tunnel right now. We cannot wait oh. to have you on the show and feature I you on the show. I cannot wait to get my engine fixed on my boat and take, our, take them out fishing again. On the I bridge. cannot wait for her to sit here and watch her blossom as a realtor and as an agent. I think uh, the the Smith moniker and surname and Yes Realty Partners is going to boom in the Richmond market. She's got your charm and Yona's brains. <laughs> I'm just having around with you. I love my friends so, so, so much. So, time out. Are you saying my wife's not charming? I didn't say that. <laughs> I, knew that I knew you were going to say that. Um, the, question, the question some folks have is, is there some kind of contagion that's going to spread um, and, and, you know, a contagion that could spread with Evergrande leading the charge here. Time will tell. Um, I think we're all in agreement that the commercial sector has got some exposure and so, some vulnerability. So they mostly hold commercial. I, I, I think, and it was funny, I was talking to Johnny Pritzloff this morning on a... JP, love you, Johnny Pritzloff. Yeah, that, Are you watching right now, John, John he, Pritzloff? He and I... Should uh, I text him and say we're giving him some props? Yeah, I, I think you should do that. He okay. and I are looking at working on listing a... Uh, gas station property together, Fantastic. Co- co-listed together. Um, hopefully, he'll agree to that. That would it would be a lot of fun to work a deal with them. Uh, look, Johnny uh, Pritzloff did a. Someone text Johnny Pritzloff. Get Johnny Pritzloff he, in the mix. He just was calling me. Just JP. Um, he was part of the uh, <coughs> the CFA deal. Yes. Twenty was it twenty seven twenty eight million dollars? Yep. Um, with high low the uh, LLC purchasing. Uh, the old Martha Jeff, the CFA, and then rent back 47,000 square feet to the CFA Institute. That was a hell of a deal Johnny put together. He's a rock star. Um, that's the reason I want to partner with him. Uh, <coughs> I've said this before, and I think there was a bunch of pushback from other folks. I think commercial and multifamily, commercial definitely. I think multifamily, you're gonna, I think is going to get soft and soft fast. Uh, I may be wrong. Uh, Even multifamily around here, you talking national? No, no, no. See, see, that's the that's the problem with an article like that. That's a very, you know, we're trying to talk macro. Yeah. But locally, I, 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 I you know, I stand by it. I think we're five to ten years out in inventory, impacting the single family attached and detached. This isn't going to happen. Um, multifamily's got plenty of room for build out here. We just just don't have enough product for the people. I think you start seeing rents to stabilize, though. Donna Patton zings you over there. Keith, charming. <laughs> Donna, I love you. Donna, we need to get you on the show. I love you, Donna. No, She's a, no, a still wealth of knowledge. No, no, no. I'd say you're charming. No, no. She no. knows you're charming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know. Mark Lickman, what's up, pal? Hey, Mark. How's it going? So um, I took, took – you want to jump into some oh, construction? Yeah. yeah. Um, Set the stage for them. Yeah, so um, – uh, Greg Slater, dear friend of mine, he's a freaking genius when it comes to new construction. Associate broker at Nest. Uh, thank you. Yeah. And uh, we're going to try to bring him on, but he does a really awesome 
job of you know this detailed new construction uh, run rundown. It, it's a lot of information. So what I've done is kind of boiled it down to something a little bit more digestible for, for the show. So I was taking a look at Albemarle County all the way through Waynesboro. I didn't get a chance to get to Staunton. Stanton. 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 Everyone has such a hard time with that one. Stanton. Yeah, but, but you know. Stanton. I can't even say realtor. You can say realtor. No, I can't. Realtor. Donna's listening. Let's get I know it right. I said that wrong realtor. on purpose. Realtor. Um, so I think they're still out in Austin, actually. They may be back. Um, but in any event, so I took a look at it, single-family detached attached year over year, you know, what, what's going on, where is most of the work happening, where is it not? Um, and one thing jumped out at me, uh, and maybe we can take a dive into it, and some of the real estate agents and the professionals watching can come in and see what their thoughts on it. So Albemarle County, single-family attached, right? Not detached, so these are duplexes, uh, townhomes, so forth and so on. 2023... There was 197 sold. So this is year to date. This is as of 818 this morning. There was 197 new construction units sold. So that means closed and people moved into them. The median sales price was 458. Do you want to know what 2022 was? That was 2018's number? No, no. 2023. Okay, 2023. From 818, from today going back. Uh huh. To January 1, Albemarle County, single-family detached, 2023, there was 197 that closed. Okay. Sales price was 458 2022, same metrics, 83 were sold. So it was a 137% increase in volume. In 2023. 137% increase. There was 114 more units closed. In 2023, single-family attached, or not detached, these are attached, new construction, but last year the sales price was 472 So we're down by about 3%, 14K. Um, well, Volume make, is up. Yeah. Can I, can I unpack that? Yeah, that's, that's what I want to do. So this is, this is my attribute. This is what, how I unpack that. Single-family so detached is different. Single, this is single-family attached. Attached. These yeah. Townhomes. And duplexes, that kind of, or villas is what, depending on who So single family attached, 2023, from January 1 to August 18th, you had a median value of 458000 Yep. In 2022, from January 1 to August 18th, you had a median value of four seventy two k. Yep. 2023, there was an increase in attached new construction. Sold. Sold. 137% increase. That's right. 114 more in 2023 versus 2022 from Jan 1 to August 18th. That's it. That is a reflection of the interest rate environment. The values dropping are developers and builders. I'm going to look at that differently. Let's, okay, so this is what I'll say. Developers and builders in 2023 are having to incentivize um, clients and or discount price because rates have gotten so high. So, so you're talking about the 14 grand. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That 14K... It's an incentivization, either through finished basements, better finishes, or a cut in price because the interest rate environment has gotten more expensive. Now, from the units sold, the 114 more this year versus last year, that's a reflection of existing real estate, nothing being out there to purchase. 
So if, as there's no existing real estate out there to purchase such little units compared to last year, especially the year before, folks are shifting their buying focus to new construction. I'm seeing it with the developer and builder we're working with. His phone ringing off the hook right now. So you, the challenge, though, is is the land acquisition. Yeah. So you you ended in where I wanted to start at. So part of why the same, I learned a lot from you. Part of why you does that got, make you nervous? Very nervous. Should make <laughs> people out there nervous. Um, the uh, the reason why you got one ninety seven versus eighty three is you've got to keep in mind that these lots took years to get there. It just happened to be a timing thing. If you take a look at it, which, which, which I can do on each one of the transactions, it's really hard, difficult in new construction, but you, don't, you generally don't see a lot of... Uh, <laughs> A lot of, okay. It's got to be Donna, I bet you, right? So Donna. God, yeah. Donna's <laughs> making me laugh right now. Yeah, Donna, do something. Go to work, will you? Donna says makes me really nervous, too. <laughs> Donna, man, I can so see you doing that. And she wants you to talk about the Fluvanna uh, Board, of Su- uh, Board of Supervisors no, density. No, she doesn't. No, she literally said, want to talk about Fluvanna, BOD for density, or have you already talked about it? We touched on it briefly. Well, it got voted down. So. It got shot down. And can, I listened to the whole thing to 1230 at night. We so. can bring it up again. We we'll, touched on it briefly. Yeah, but we'll, finish we'll, your thought, though, because we'll you, we'll, you were getting deep. Uh, yeah. So if you take a dive into the numbers, you're, you're partly right. There was a lot of more lower-priced units out there. New construction is difficult, right? Existing sales, you can take a look if price was dropped or or incentives were given. It doesn't really show up that much. It's difficult in, in the new construction end of it unless you have a conversation with it. But there was, a, there was more units that hit the market that were more cost effective. Well, those units started six years ago, right, through the development process and the building and so forth and so on. I think the timing just happened to hit that way, that interest rates and all that kind of great stuff. But the reality of it is you're 100% right. There's nothing to buy. By the way, six... Albemarle County, right? Uh, one. Albemarle County is the only county that had any single family, except for the other side of the mountain. On this side of the mountain, Albemarle County was the only county that had single family detached, attached, excuse me. I say single family detached, I forget. Single family attached to sell. Every other county was zero. Green was zero, Fulvana was zero. I think there might have been one or two in 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 uh, Louisa. That's City. a bananas price, Judah. Did you hear that? New construction for attached in Almaro County townhomes. Now you got to dig into that. Four hundred fifty thousand median value yeah. in Almaro County. We now were you, talking about this with Alex and Michael yesterday, and after today, Imanana, and the topic came up about buying now versus waiting, and I said, twelve months from now, values could pop another eight to ten percent. Yeah, so... To um, your point, when do you get in the game? Now. Judah, when do you get in the game? As soon as possible. As soon as possible. You, you taught me that. Was that God? You, that was God. <laughs> that was Judah. Get in the game now. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it's, it's... Look, it... I mean, think about getting in the game versus 2020 versus 2023. Yeah. That three-year delta, if you had gotten the game in 2020 versus 2023, you're talking about an appreciation delta of what? Almaro County. 35, 40, 45%? Well, I can tell you single-family detached new construction, 
2023, where numbers are flipping here, was 110 sold. Uh-huh. Last year was 136, so it's down 20, 19%. Um, but the sales price, or that median sales price, new construction, single-family detached is 796 this year versus 720, so you're up 11%, 76,000. That's year over year. That's year over year. That's yeah. just this, this first... Eight months, 18 days versus the same eight month, 18 days. We'll find out. I think when we do the show next year and we start looking at this, you're going to start seeing Albemarle County single family attached numbers volume drop. Yeah. Because they're running out a lot. They're running out. They're running out a lot. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, you know, it, it is where the market is going. It's what they're trying to do. It's where people can buy at this point. They're getting into the game. Maybe game is the wrong choice of words. But no, I think that's the right choice. They're, they're, they're getting into the home ownership path. Ladder is what I usually, terminology I use, the home ownership ladder. So you're getting at the bottom rung, but you'll start working your way up through it as your equity is built and so forth. Donna Patton says, when you get in the game, you get in the game now. Yesterday, actually. And all exclamation <laughs> points. Donna Patton, I love you. Yeah, she yes, says, yes. Fluvanna County also needs something other than houses to support its services and, and it's jurisdiction. A lot of people don't realize this. What percentage? Judah, I'll throw this to you. You got a three-shot set up, Judah? Yeah. I'll throw this to you. Ready? We'll get Judah in the mix. I know Keith knows this answer. What percentage of Fluvanna County's yearly budget is funded by real estate taxes? What percentage of Fluvanna oh. County's yearly budget is funded by real estate taxes? So, uh, is it super high, like 95%? What was the number? It said 95 over, it's over 90. Very well done. Judah learns here as well. Uh, I'm going to push back. That's, That's over 90. No, no. The portion. Let's see. No, 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 okay. no. So, Mr., Mr. Miller. We can look it up. Mr. Miller. Yeah. The portion of real estate taxes versus commercial money that's received in for real estate taxes and residential, that number's right. But the physical budget itself, yeah, because there's federal money, state money that's received, is not 90-something percent. Okay, so, so I... Okay. So the overall budget is X. All right, I'll, I should have phrased the question yeah. uh, differently. The revenue generated in Fluvanna County. The revenue... That's exactly... The tax to, revenue generated in Fluvanna County. By... by real Personal estate, property tax, real, real estate, estate tax, business tax... 95% lodging, percent yeah. of it. That's exactly 90 right. plus of that that's revenue exactly generated right. within Fluvanna County jurisdiction but look, is real estate taxes. But, it, but it's a chicken and egg thing. Right? So how do you bring businesses? I'll tell you an example. I think that ship has sailed. Say that again. So I'll do this in very simple terms. It's, <laughs> it's very, Thank you, by the way. It's very clear to me. <laughs> You're going to go like this? It's very clear to me that Fluvanna County's Board of Supervisors, their appetite for special use permits and density... Housing density it's in, in Fluvanna Green now, it's in Louisa now. is not very um, deep or strong. No, no, no. They're willing to do buy right. They're fine with buy right. I mean, because they really have no choice here. <laughs> buy right's buy right. There's it's no willing happen. involved yeah. in that. Buy right is you, okay. They're, they're acceptable of buy right because they got no influence or choice. But there's not going to be any political um, influence. And you won't get buy right developments. You might get a few. You're going to get sprawl in Fluvanna. Well, you will get sprawl. You'll get sprawl. And as you get sprawl and low density... The rural area that they're trying to protect will end up having a few houses. Yeah. There'll be big number of homes. Yep. Um, uh, I can tell you, Fulvana County, single-family, detached, new construction. This is everything. This includes Lake Monticello. 
is at uh, 375. As Fluvanna County gets sprawl and no density, they're not going to get business development. Well, Fluvanna will not get business well, development. Let me try this a different way. Please. Um, I chair the Piedmont Community Land Trust. Yep. We are trying to find a new executive director. Okay. This is a six-figure job. Okay. We are having trouble finding people that wants to throw the hat in the ring. There's people, right? But it's not as deep as we would like it to be. Are you trying to hire within market? In market, out of market. Doesn't matter. Most qualified. We've, we've hired a firm to help us do this. Okay. Uh, Spark Mill out of out of uh, Richmond. They're awesome. If you ever need them, they're great. Okay. Um, the number one pushback? Yeah. Is the cost of living. Can't find any place to buy? Yeah. And the cost of living. Well, I'm, 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 I hate to say this. A six-figure job. Well, you, you just you just told us the uh, yeah. what was it the census number, the household income. No, for this? no, no. So this is HUD. Oh yeah, the HUD number for a household in Central Virginia. The average median income for a household is uh, one hundred twenty-three thousand. Three hundred. What's that? One hundred twenty-three thousand three hundred. Yeah, one hundred twenty-three thousand three hundred. So if you're if that's if, the HUD number. So this you, what's important with and that? And what's the offer for the the chair, the Thomas Jefferson? Not that much. Okay. <laughs> so you're offering below area yeah, median yeah, income. Yeah, yeah, So what happens is it's two working. You're going to have to have two people working yeah, there. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and look, it, we will find a person. I'm confident of it. It's just, I just wanted to put Who was it, the last one? Um, yeah. The, she moved on to a much, Shekinah Mitchell, she moved on to a, a, a much better position closer to home and we're super happy for her. Uh, but... The reality of it is, um, you know, that, that six figures is having a hard time to do that. And, you know, and, and, and that. But if you're making 100 grand and you don't own a, a piece of real estate right now, well, you're going to have some up, uphill sledding. We're going to have some uphill slide. So, um, Green County, um, it, new construction, by the way, was very interesting 23 over 22. The number's a little slow, but it's 27. Both years were exactly the same, so that was neutral. Um, price went up by five percent. It's currently four thirty-four. Last year was four fifteen. Um, we're at nineteen k above. Just to put a little perspective, um, non-new construction, single-family detached is like three ninety-nine. It's right at four hundred grand, and that jumped from three eighty-five at the end of the uh, June to now. So the last forty-five plus days. Those prices have jumped up uh, to, let's call it 400 on that end of it. So, to your point, getting in the game now is is what to do. It's 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 difficult. I genuinely believe, and Donna, I'm curious of your take on this. Um, Donna Patton, you're a pro. You're a pro's pro. Michael Plecker, Jamie Turner, curious Bob Yarborough, Lonnie Murray. I'm curious of your take. Kevin Yancey, Travis Hackworth, Johnny O. J.O., uh, Johnny Ornalis. I'm looking forward to catching up with you on Tuesday, J.O. Um, John Neal, commercial broker. I'm curious of your take on this. Rob Hubbard, the Esquire. I'm curious of your take on this. Laura Fonder, the chef. Constance Wyant, the, uh, the queen of the gentleman farmer, Jay Wyant. Andrew Vaughn, I'm curious of your take. Jason Howard, king of Rio. Dave Norris, I'm curious of your take. Johnny Gava, I'm curious of your take. The developer, Cully Baggett, I'm curious of your take. I genuinely think... This time next year, Charlottesville City and Albemarle County home values will see a double-digit year-over-year appreciation with the median value. Yeah, you know, double-digit 
digits. I think Albemarle County is a slam dunk. Yeah, yeah. Charlottesville I, City, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Albemarle so, County is a slam dunk. Yeah. The Q2 report uh, for car, it was 11% year over year. Yeah. And we're, and we're going to, you know, in the beginning of September, we're going to have Woody sitting in this seat on the first Monday, and we're going to be talking about numbers because we're going to get to them a little sooner than car gets to them and start so folks can kind of understand where the market's trending. This is a great question from Jamie Turner. But, but if you don't mind, you're sure. 100%. The, the where will matter. Um, certain jurisdictions. I, I mean, Almore County is the, the well, most affluent. Well, it's not only that. It's just where the volume is. Right. The volume of sales are, right? I mean, you just look at my notes that I got here just on the new construction. You know, the volume for single-family detached and attached is to, let's call that, 310 units. You know, green is 27. Fulvan is 35. You know, it, it, it's by far uh, the volume of units, uh, uh, transaction there. But you'll see that. You'll see, as we, and we talked about this before, the center of Charlottesville out, as you get a little bit closer, you're going to see definitely uh, just below 10, if not double, low double-digit increases. Some of the other jurisdictions might be, you know, single-digit increases, but there'll be increases. There'll be one or two that'll be negative, I'm, I'm confident. Uh, I, I would not be surprised if Nelson's negative again. It was yeah. negative year over year, yeah. Q2 in the car report. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't be surprised if Buckingham is negative yeah. year over year. You're going to see that. Yeah. Um, the other side of the mountain is going to be positive for sure. I mean, I think that's safe to say. Jamie Turner has this question, and then we'll get to the comments that are coming in. He is a contractor, government contractor, defense sector. I'm not exactly sure what you do, Jamie. Yeah, he, you don't want to know. Um, I'm a manager at KPMG on his Facebook page. He said, I was always told when I entered the workforce a few years ago in Washington, D.C., in that area, that a household needed to make 300000 to be comfortable up there. I wonder what that number is for Central Virginia today. Well, that's a great question. I guess also the, the, the level of comfortability. Yeah, that's a subject. That's, that's subjective. It's subjective, right? Yeah. You know what what's you know what's comfortable, what's not comfortable. I will tell you that if and, and we'll tr I'll try to answer that a little bit differently. Um, if you take a look at HUD and all these folks that look at this, your housing income should only be about a third. Excuse me. Yeah, housing expenses should only be about a third of, of your income, right? So if you're making X, a third of that should go to your mortgage and so forth and so on. The reality of that is probably closer to 50%, if not more. Uh, especially in this area. Yeah, yeah. So, so, you know. I think those numbers need to change. Yeah. I, I, I mean, the HUD numbers are based on, yeah. they include inc incredibly rural markets as well yeah and it's and it's that i've been at this game forever and it's always been the third that's always been the answer well i don't think that's the answer any longer yeah uh it's probably close to 50 percent somewhere and, between 40 and 50 no, in buckingham that might be different yeah right nelson uh, that might be different yeah augusta but, county that might be different but almaro county uh, yeah and fulvana and people always, charlesville city people will push back with me when i say that ami for fulvana is 100 and 23,300. Now, that's a, you know, they look at this as a regional and there's all kinds of math that they do and they do on that end of it. But the simple answer is, is most of the people in Fulvana County are working at 
UVA making whatever they're making, and their income comes back with them. That's why Fulvana looks like looks looks like that as far as income goes. This question's come in the feed, and this is a fantastic question from Christopher. He says, "When does a first-time home buyer have to drop five hundred thousand dollars in Almora County to get into the game?" Uh, we're pretty close to it right now, Christopher. I mean, a first-time. I think you got a four in it. First-time home buyer in Almora County undoubtedly has a four in it. I think I think you got a four in it. Let's take a look at what's available in Fulvanic. Uh, Almora, Almora County. County I, th- I think it's low fours right now, and if my prediction is correct for Almora County year over year next year, I think you're going to see double-digit appreciation. Remember, in the car report that was just released, Q2 of 2022 versus Q2 of 2023, Almora County values appreciated 11 percent year yeah, that, over and year. That's, that's, Tech, that's really old data. As it of, is old data. As of, as of right now. I yeah. mean, uh, not to pass shade on it, but they come to the game a bit too late um, for, if you, to really help folks on it. And, and anyway, so we're, we're going we're gonna to work on that with Woody, who's the genius, and, and, and myself and try to keep, keep things up to date. But, you know, right now, um, looking at, uh, and I'm assuming we're looking at detached. Yeah. Right. Single family detached, no new construction, Almoral County. You're probably looking at something in the 410, 415, 420 range. So the median, so there's median, right? So this is all over Albemarle County. So right now, single there's 41 homes on the market uh, that meet that criteria. Median, you're right. Median right now is 525. Now there's a couple, there's a couple uh, of, uh, you know. Twos, two, three, two, two. But those two. are going to need tremendous work. Yeah, I haven't looked at them yet, but I, I can tell you they're probably not right. What's the six things? Yeah. Probably not at the right location. Right. The not price might condition. be right. The f- condition and yeah. the features might be there. So, you know, I, I, I'm looking at the middle of the, the middle of the uh, price range going from, going from, there's one at 170. God only knows what that is. Up to three, five, right? There's not the a three, five in Amaro County. Yeah, that's Tommy's listing in Farmington. Four four zero, four four zero Oak Circle. No, there's one that just tops that at three million four nine five. Yeah, so there's three million five hundred. There's one that's five. Oh, three million five hundred. Where's that? Uh, six six three nine seven Pig Mountain Road. Six three nine seven Pig Mountain. That's what the that's what the word says. Six three nine seven Pig Mountain Road. Free Union out in Free Union. Okay. Uh, but it's got 114 acres on it, right? So, 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 Woody tries to keep me straight on this stuff. Sometimes you got to factor out the acreage, right? 100, percent dude. Yeah. So, I mean, if we went into that, if we went into that, and go ahead and said, what, 10 acres max? Ah, I don't even. I don't even think 10 acres is a good barometer. Five. I, I would do. I, would I mean, do, ten acres is a farm at, isn't it? Well, so five acres, I wouldn't call a farm at. Yeah, well, the the the, and I'm only really looking thirty days back, by the way, because if it's been on the market for over thirty days, it's, it's kind of something. I'm, uh, you know, this free union house. I I do not think it's even finished. I'm I, I moved on to something. The one on Pig Mountain six three nine seven Pig Mountain Road three five. Let's see if it's in the copy. I don't want to jump to conclusions here. An artist design and build dream home is, is ready to finish to your specs. Yeah, it's not. That's interesting. I took... Uh, it is not finished yet. 
Look at that. I've I got no new construction, so I don't know. That kind of sounds like new construction to me. Well, it's it's got the exterior, but none of the insides finished. Yeah, uh, I would classify that as new construction. Yeah, but, I would. But that's splitting hairs. Yeah, on that end of it. So, so yeah. I would say non-new construction. It's Tommy's listing at three four nine five four four zero Oak Circle in Farmington, five bedroom, five bath, five thousand one hundred thirty-eight square feet, a one point six acre lot. That's it. I'm looking at that's at that's at the. Mine goes from high to low, so it's at the bottom of the list. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah. So, look. The, Beautiful the, home. Yeah. The, the, so, the, bo- the bottom line is is right now, you know, five acres. I'm looking at it. Five acres and under. Uh, you're, you're roughly a median. So, that's going to take out that, that high lit- listing from Tommy and the low stuff out. You've you got a five in front of it. Michael Plecker says there are 22 detached homes under 400000 in Almaro County right now. Yeah. So do he, some he, need work? Yes. But sweat equity pays off in the end. Yeah. One of the Shenandoah Valley's yeah, finest Yeah, and, and, and so that's what people will do, right? Back to the six things, right? If they want to be in Albemarle County, so that's your location. And each location has a bit of a micro-location on it because Skyler's maybe a little bit different than Western Albemarle. Uh, <clears throat> price, we just kind of said, look, there's so many available at that 400. So it becomes a, a matter of condition, right, and features, right? And features are usually hard to change, right? You know, you, But condition, you can change, right? You can redo a kitchen, you can so forth and so on on it. To, to Michael's point, you know, that's, that's what you're going to start seeing. And to, to Scott Morris's, with Ross Mortgage's point, they have loan products that can actually help you renovate your home on it. It's a two, 203K, if I remember correctly. What do you think of that for the first-time home buyer? <clears throat> it depends on the buyer, Right. <laughs> you're trying to get me in no, trouble. No, I'm not. I just asked you a question. Uh, yeah, my yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know you're trying to get me in trouble. I, just you I don't a know. Question. If you're listening to it, you can't see this. But if you're watching it, Jerry's looking down on his phone. I just you looking question. down on his phone. Um, I, I'll, look, I look, look I'll, I'll answer it honestly. Okay, right? yeah. It depends on the who. Right? And, and if you. Owning a home is difficult enough, especially for a first time home buyer. Embarking on a, ma- a remodeling project. During yeah. the process of first-time home buying, is not for everyone. What about but to Scott's point? What did I ever tell you about remodeling? Double it, whatever you think it is. Two exit might even be three exit in this market. Uh, that's probably closer to being true. Might be three exit. So you've but got to Scott's point. Scott's providing information. Yeah, yeah. So no, Scott's no, no. doing his job, saying we have these loans, and I respect what Scott said. So the the best way to do that is to do that before you move in. Yeah, but uh, but the problem if you do if you do the remodel before you move in, where you live in, then you're going to be paying rent somewhere plus your mortgage or plus your construction loan and probably storing your stuff someplace because you've sold your house right and you're moving in a, a short term rental or whatever. Somewhere. It takes a very unique animal to want to <laughs> yeah, embark it, on that journey. It's it's a it, it, it that and you need real trusted advisors. ISC is perfect. Interstate Service Company is perfect. Home's help, best friend. Help you to do that. They're actually, Love the Wells family. They're, it, they're perfect to help you get the house on the market. So if you're on the selling side, right, that's when you want to reach out to folks like that, ISC, and start maybe upgrading stuff or updating stuff because it'll come back to you on the back end, on the back end of it. But, man, you know. Stephanie watching the program I now. Built, I built 600 homes in my career, and I got to tell you, doing a renovation – Look, we're going to talk about this with Yvonne on Wednesday. We literally went down this road, 
right? Okay, Dad, this is the neighborhood I want to be in. This is the price point I want to be in, right? Um, I want to, this is the house I, I want. And then we started walking through and I go, well, it hasn't, the electrical system hasn't been updated since 1802, you know, BC. Uh, uh, you know, the Quest roof. plumbing? Quest plumbing? Oh, no, this is, these stuff like had like old, not copper pipes. They had like um, galvanized waste. I mean, this. The stuff that rusts and cracks. The, and, and. Erodes. And I said. Crumbles. To, I said to them, I said, let's get a hold of Scott. Let's figure out where your comfort level is. And let's see what we can raise the price to. And they ultimately bought a home that is move-in ready. Don't have to. The only thing they got to do is cut the grass. Everything is ready. They can focus on their. Is Houston cutting the grass? No, he makes me do it. It's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible because you got paid Houston's all this commission. You got to come cut my grass. <laughs> Houston's his son-in-law. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Uh, I, I honestly don't know how it gets the grass cut. Uh, I'm not asked to do it. That's all. I, that's all I know. Um, and uh, but yeah, so so that's how we helped guide them. They just rose their purchase price because they were fiscally able to do it. Right, their comfort zone was X per month. They realized X wasn't feasible. They didn't want to buy something that to take the risk of being a construction site for the next X number of years. Especially since they have a baby. That's exactly right. Life circumstances guide these things. Life circumstances guides buying and selling. I know we talk about numbers all the time and rates and and all this stuff, but by and far, if you look at the data, the statistical data, life circumstances make the difference. And I probably got myself in a little bit of trouble. I don't think you got yourself in trouble at all. You handle that well. I'll find out. I will find out after the show. I mean, well, with, oh, with your daughter? Family. Okay. All right. <laughs> we'll I think you've we'll you represented out. Scott extremely well there. Oh, yeah, Scott for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's family because we've, we've known him for... Since he was knee-high. To a grasshopper. Since he was knee-high, Scotty Mo. So, inter- interesting, back on the new construction, that when I ran the numbers this morning, I, I didn't expect to see that for Albemarle County, that large of an increase. And I'm really curious how it's going to finish out the end of the year, and even more curious to see how it's going to happen this year. This is telling me that Stanley Martin Homes, you know, one of our wonderful sponsors, and, um, and everybody, I, I would suspect them to start dialing back their sales, on that because I think they're going to be running out a lot. I think I'm 90. And they want to stagger them. They want to stagger them. They want to kind of grow it a little bit. And also, if they time them right and they stagger them, the, you'll get some appreciation there. What's number five? Timing. Timing. Right? Timing is everything. Timing is everything. Timing is everything. I'd rather be lucky than good any day of the week. 100%. So, it took me a while to realize that, but I 100% agree with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, rather, good, I'm not lucky. Eh. Louise watching the program. She says, why is the condo market not larger here, gentlemen? Uh, so it's a good it's, question. Yeah, so it, it's a great question. It, it's a couple of fold. Um, for whatever reason, a lot of them weren't built. And we can take a look at what I haven't really looked at the condo market in a while. It's a great entrance level. It becomes a lot of how the lenders were lending money. Right, so there's this thing called warrantable and non-warrantable, and just a brief, brief conversation about that. If a condo, regardless if it's commercial and or residential, is owned 51% or more by investors, 
it becomes very difficult to get loans for them because... It's not warrantable. It's not warrantable. And what that means is, is these investors then can control what happens because of the Condos Association. Homeowners Association is then controlled by non... People that don't live, owner-occupied folks. The other thing is, is that it's just difficult to get condos built like everything else. Get them approved, get them built, and get them moved on. What will happen, I think, is, and these are, this is way down the line. It happened with the last time of great unpleasantness. Not that we're going to go there. But I think when the, when the rental market gets a little soft, when, when inventory starts ticking back up. The conversions. There'll be conversions. Yeah. Well, you already saw that. Um, there'll be conversions. People will convert. And that, be, you know, and that you can do that because as an owner of an apartment, I own all the units and I convert. I can convert them and, and sell them. I saw. Walk I saw, Square uh, went both ways, by the way. Oh, yeah. It started as a condo, went to an apartment. Now it's back into a condo. I watched Bart Fry do that with the Villas of Southern Ridge. Uh, the Virginia Beach developer and investor um, yeah. has converted his condos where he owns, it might be a, over 50%. At the villas to rentals. He converted his sales office to a rental office and dude rents them all day, every day, and twice on Sunday. So Alba, a line out the door. Yeah. So Albemarle County, uh, just they just plugged in condos just to see no new construction because there's, there's no new condos. There's only four condos available in Albemarle County right now. And they range from between 180000 to 499000 on in, in that. There's two on Hydraulic Road. Uh, one, yeah, so that there's four uh, available. There's eight pending, by the way. Uh, median sales price on the pending is 232 So Louise follows with the question. She says, so the condo market is something we cannot really count on for an entry price point. No, you're, look, if you can find one, let, let's just, it's going to be difficult. The volume to pick from is not there, right? But if you want to get in, we're calling it the game, right? You want to mm-hmm. move forward. A condo is a good way to start, particularly, particularly um, if you can get it at the right price point and do similar to what you have done and then hang on to it, rent it, build whatever equity you can or appreciation you can, and then start moving up this particular ladder, right? That's a great first ladder. We just don't have a lot, a lot to pick from. You're reading, you're reading comments. I'm reading the comments fast and furious right here. Comments are coming in. So uh, Charlottesville right now, active and pending. Uh, oh, hold on a second. I, I may have made a mistake. Okay, here we go. Eric Thompson says, there's no entry points in this area, it seems. Yeah. You know. I mean, we empathize with that comment, Eric. I just think the entry point and maybe it's, is, is it an oxy, Judy, you can help us here. Is it an oxymoron to say that Four hundred and fifty or five hundred thousand is the entry point. So we're going to have Maggie Gunnels here on. I mean, Monday. It's, I don't think it's an oxymoron. I mean, it's factually correct that four hundred and fifty to five hundred thousand is now the entry point for a single-family detached. And hell, I mean, he was just saying the median value for Albemarle County for attached product in twenty twenty-three is four fifty-eight. New construction. New construction. I mean, how do oxymoron's not the right word. It's a uh, sad state of affairs. Uh, a bitter reality. Yeah, it's certainly that. 
bitter reality? Is that how we characterize it? Yeah, it's just, so back to... People want to live here, is the so, thing. So, yeah, yeah. So back to the, the Donna Patton and what happened at the Fulvana County Board, Board of Supervisors, right? Um, look, uh, I actually uh, applauded that decision of not doing that. And I don't want to get too far down the, the rabbit hole on this, but I'm a housing advocate. I know you are. Pretty, pretty clear about that. For whatever reason, uh, staff of Anna County chose the possible worst rezoning option, which is R4 in Fulvana County. And we'll talk about this on Monday. I've, I've got Maggie Gunnels coming in. We're going to focus on, on Fulvana County uh, quite a bit on Monday. But just to kind of set the stage a little bit, the, it was actually created for Lake Monticello. They had no zoning that Lake Monticello fit. And if you read the zoning ordinance, it says Lake Monticello, Lake Monticello, Lake Monticello. So for whatever reason, they picked this, and it only benefited really one piece of property, maybe two, one piece of property in the whole county. And I've had this conversation with Chris Fairchild before the, before the vote. I said, look, if they're going to go, if staff is going to go, hey, we want to figure out better tools for the housing, regardless if you want housing or not, it should have been the PUD. They should have said, okay, you plan urban development. Yet this is the best tool to go through it. It has to have commercial. It has to have a certain amount of open space. If you have over 110 units, you have to have a pool. You have to have all these amenities. It must be in an HOA so the county doesn't have to pay for all this stuff. It's your best tool, but it's only at 2.9 density units per, per um, acre. If they would have bumped that to five or six, then there would have been a tool in their tool, shop, tool shed. But for whatever reason, they went down this road, spent a gazillion dollars to do it in man hours and people hours to do it for something that was never going to get passed. There was no way somebody it, – it, it's tantamount to spot zoning. And I'm a housing guy. I, I, want, I want more housing. But it was really a bad choice on staff's part, and I don't get it. What? Well, why do you think it was? <sighs> why do you think they made that pick? Because they don't want more housing. Who? Staff? No. Uh, staff wants more housing. I you think, think staff does? If you listen to the... If I listen to the whole thing. That is not... I, I just think they made a bad decision. They, they maybe don't negotiate for a living. Let's put it that way. I don't want to... Throw shade. I don't want to throw shade on anybody. But whatever reason, they went down the wrong path. By the way, they would have never got the five for R3. But if you're going to go ahead and throw the dice on the table, you're going to throw your hand on the table, it better be your best hand. Donna Patton says, OMG, I actually agree with Keith. I love you, Donna. Thank you, Donna. Oh, me. We oh. need to get Donna back on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently I have to. <laughs> Donna's great on the <laughs> yeah, program. Yeah, yeah, I love Donna. Love Donna. We, we, we're family. We're, you know, we, we go back a long way. And the reason I don't bring Donna on the show that often is she knows too much about me. And she's also a busy businesswoman. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's pretty busy. Yeah, she's Very awesome. busy businesswoman. She's a rock star. But, right, it, it's, they, they picked the wrong, they picked the wrong, you know, it was kind of showing up to a duel, and I picked the gun and you picked the knife, right? What the hell were they thinking on it? They, but, again, you didn't see, but you didn't see the supervisors tell staff, reconsider this no so so look and that could happen the board can do anything it wants right well with the reason. board did not do that no this was a staff driven uh 
incentive. So how, how do you, so I don't want to get down the, the thing. This is, this is what's called a ZTA, zoning text amendment. So how does Charlottesville zone, city knows this well. Yeah. How does a zoning text amendment get changed? Well, the way a zoning text amendment get changed, Keith and Jerry have a piece of property. We want to rezone it. And we're concurrently doing a rezoning and a zoning text amendment, right? Or the board can say, I want you to do this staff or the planning commission can take this on their own. And that's what happened. And this was going back, I think it started in 2021 on it. But at the end of the day, it would only impact one piece of property. So they went through all this staff time, all this public meeting, all this stuff for just one or two pieces of property. I don't get it. I don't get it. And I've told Board of Supervisors this. I will tell staff this. I don't get it. If you're going to go ahead and swing... If you're going to swing for the fence, then swing for the fence. And not that they would have got it. There's no doubt in my mind there wasn't three votes there to up three to five. So here's what we know. Here's what we know. I, I just don't get it. The appetite for new development in Greene County is... Waning. Waning. If not gone. If not non-existent. The appetite for new development in Fluvanna County is, is non-existent. Gone. It's gone. The appetite for new development in Almar County is non-existent. Well, I think it's there. I, 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 I don't I, think it's there. Uh, well, you I don't have the political capital to make anything happen. Uh, uh, Ann Malik's going to get reelected. No shade on Brad, who's running. It's interesting. I had a conversation with Ann, and Ann actually is talking about affordable housing more than that. I'm, I'm going to have a conversation with her, probably bring her on. Please. If she wants to come on. But but it was interesting. Publicly said a couple of things that is a little bit different than she has been saying in the past. Not saying it's going to make a huge difference, but just I'm hearing some different words that she hasn't. And I and she's a... Uh, we, we go to... Uh, her husband's in a band. We watch her husband play on a regular... Which band is that? Uh, it's a, a big band. It's, you know, 40s kind of music. Oh, Kind of Very stuff. nice. It's, it's a jazz kind of thing. The only jurisdiction that seems to have an appetite for development right now is Charlottesville City, and there's no land to do upzoning. Well, I think I think the, the the city council has a they understand it and they want to move forward. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen either. Right. Well, I think they'll I think they'll get some version of of the. Uh, of the uh, uh, upzoning, as you call it, rezoning is rezoning, re- zoning rewrite, as I call it. Um, they'll get that approved. Lloyd will do what Lloyd said he would do. I guarantee it because I've seen it happen out west. They'll start cranking up the ratchet a little bit as far incentives, incentives, incentives on it. But I've learned from seeing this outside in other states around the country, it doesn't make as huge impact. It over time might. But it, uh, you're not going to all of a sudden see 50 go to 150. It's just, it's just not going to happen. But look, Fulvana's no. Louise's no, by the way. Yeah. Fulvana's no, Louise's no. Green's appetite is waning. Green is... Um, Alboa Green, County, I'll give you lukewarm at best. Green, Green is caught. It's catching some of the flu that's out there. Nelson would be the one that you probably could get something done in it. And I love Jer- I love I love Jesse. Jesse's to death. watching. I love I love him to death, but they don't necessarily have the infrastructure. That's there. what I'm saying. Yeah, and even if you had the infrastructure, there's some areas that do around Lovingston. There is some infrastructure, but outside of there, is the topography conducive yeah, to yeah. development? No. Right. Yeah. The topography is not conducive to it, development. It, it is, but the costs on it 
would be astronomical. astronomical. So when the pri- when the housing comes out of the ground, it would reflect that astronomical price. Henceforth, why I predict inventory is going to stay shrink, stay low for the next five to ten years. You think shrink? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I, we may hit a plateau. We're, I'm looking at 43 homes that just came on the market in the last seven days. I'm trying to figure out where it was a week ago and find the. Uh, and find the uh, uh, and I think snapshot. there's eight to ten thousand incremental residents about to hit Charlottesville yeah. in the next five years. So last Friday, legitimately, le- oh yeah, sure, new residents, eight to ten thousand, hitting Charlottesville in the Amaro County area in the next five years. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are going to be cash, and they're going to be very wealthy people. Well, they're if I'm having trouble finding somebody at six figures. The salaries are, are, are climbing. Right. So a week ago, we were at 66 new. So we're down a little over 20 units that from week over week. Last Friday, we had 66 come on. We're at 43. Uh, we've got 58 that went pending. We actually got a little bit more. We were 55 a week ago. Um, what has sold to 73 a week ago. We're up to 85. So, again, I talk about this all the time on the show. What's happening? Homes are buy- People are buying and selling homes. What's the right time to do this? Now. What's the right time to list a house? Now. Inventory is down. Buy- buyer pool is just growing. It will continue to grow. That millennial Z cohort is just going to grow and Zillennials. grow and grow for decades to come. They're going to be in the market. Us boomers are kind of fading out. Uh, you know, 20 years from now, I'll be 80-something. So that's a scary thought. You're still a young man, Keith. Not an eighty-something. I might not be. I mean, Pop's a young man. He is. He is a young man. Um, a matter of fact, thank you for reminding me. I have to call him. I called him three times yesterday. He didn't return my phone call, so I got to check in on him. Got to do do the wellness check. What's going on, Pop? Pop. Pop. Probably napping. That's what he's doing. God love him. Um, Judah Wickhauer's getting a little smirk out of that. Eleven thirty. Eleven thirty. Having fun. Yeah. So Give the viewers and listeners some closing thoughts. Yeah. No. Look. I. I you know. First and foremost. Pull down the partner tab. I couldn't get the fund that we do and have the conversation that we do without them. So please support them. Um, uh, please, please, please. They're wonderful people, and they make magic happen. You know, now's the right time to do this. I'm excited about next week. I'm about excited about having Yvonne here to Me talk too. about her experience. You know, we're going to focus on that, her experience as a millennial and how she went through it and her her understanding of the pro- of the process homes will appreciate if you are on the sidelines thinking about buying i'm telling you now's the time to do it we're not going backwards we're going forward we're going forward with it so you're going to be chasing an ever increasing thing yes interest rates are approaching eight percent if not more you know you'll have an opportunity down the road to refinance when who knows but there will be an opportunity what goes up comes de- comes down but you know, if you're renting at the moment, you're just not building equity. You're not building, working up that ladder. Donna Patton says, we all have buyers without anything to sell them. Eric Thompson says, what is the best county for entry points in the drivable commuting area? Uh, the best county for entry points, Eric, is probably Buckingham. A sing- single family detached. It's probably Buckingham. And you're going to have a 45-minute drive to the epicenter of employment. Probably one more than way. that. Probably more than that. Maybe, uh, depending on how fast you go. 
Eric, you can fine in Buckingham. If it's legal, it might be a little bit more than four. Maybe I didn't say legal. Yeah. You can find something in the twos, Eric, for a single yeah. family detached. Yeah. So, so the reality of it is, um, you know, Lake Monticelli still got stuff in the threes, right? We're going to talk about that more on Monday. So, is that the new entry level, right? Um, you know, they're 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 mid threes, mid threes, townhomes, new construction at, at four hundred plus. Don't know if you consider that affordable. So the so the so the the question is to this gentleman: What does he consider? Eric Thompson and is it your significant other are looking to purchase a house literally now? And so the question is: Where is your comfort level per month? And there's a great app for on Monday. I'll bring it. There's a great app that you can actually put in the miles that you travel. Let's say if you were at Lake Monticello to work is X, and if you were at Lake Monticello to the center of Buckingham or wherever it is, and it'll actually tell you how much money extra it costs you, and it's, there's all kinds of factors into it. And I use that tool quite regularly because, you know, maybe you just might want to pay a little bit more for the house to be a little bit closer on it because you're driving less uh, on it. There's less... And some people like to drive. Decompress? Some people like the windshield time. What are you doing this weekend? Uh, we've got, I'm excited. Um, uh, you know how much I love my grandkids? Yeah. All my grandkids are going to be in the house this weekend. Whoa. Yeah. Connecticut's uh, in the house? Connecticut's going to be in the house. My man Harry as well? My man, uh, yeah. Harry's coming? No, hold it. I think Big Harry's working. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, Yasmin has got a bit of a struggle right now. You know, she's in the movie business. And they're on strike. They're on strike. So she's got some free time. Okay. So she's going to come down with the two grandkids. How are they getting down there? Driving? They're going to drive, yeah. Okay. And uh, so I think on, I think all of, most of next week. Harry living a bachelor lifestyle for a little have, bit. A little jealous over there, Harry. We're going to, ha- we're going to have uh, all the grandkids with us and daughters with us. And um, we're excited about it. I'm so excited. that's what I'm doing. I think... I think I've got a list of things to do this week that has been put on my desk. Honeydew list? Uh, These are very specific lists, like go food shopping. Ah, yes. You you know what our refrigerator looks like, right? Yes, yes, yes. You need to stock the fridge for the kiddos. Yeah, yeah. We're uh, we're college kids. I got wine, milk for the coffee. And you got that secret hidden sleeve of Oreos that Yona doesn't know about. Damn it. (laughs) She thinks I'm going on bike rides. <laughs> you know, Jersey. That's why you're putting on the Facebook Reels to yeah. prove that you went on the bike ride? I do, absolutely. Yeah. So, it, uh, biking jerseys, if you don't know, that they have pockets in the back. Oh, you got the sleeves, the uh, Oreos back there? I may have Oreos in there as energy food. Jamie, so, Jamie Turner, you can get some, Jamie Turner on a different Facebook page says to Eric, you can get something in Gordonsville, which I think may be closer than Buckingham. Just not much on the market there, but there's yeah. better quality of life in Gordonsville yeah. than Buckingham. I think yeah. there's some truth to that. Undoubtedly, some truth yeah. to that. Yeah, well, Jay, uh, Gordonsville depends. has more amenities. It, it depends on what you define quality of life. For me, I love Shopping. I love Gordonsville Barbecue Exchange. It's got everything that you want. You can I the love, ice house. The town of Gordonsville is freaking off the charts. It is awesome. And if you can find something close and you can walk or do your little electric bike. Yeah, around it, it's great, but you know people people like Buckingham because they want to be out in the country, in the country and, yeah. and do and do that. So they're quality. They're not, they just want something different. Creatures of habit. So we're past time. Sir. I know, Keith. Good uh, good stuff from you. Yeah, Keith yeah. Is on fire. Yeah, new month- restaurant coming to Main Street, Gordonsville as well. Really just found that out from Jamie, what, Mayor Gordonsville, right which there. Which is uh, what is the name of that restaurant, JT? Oh, got it. 
All right, what are you doing this weekend? You ask me. Um, I'm going to be spending time with my family. There you go. Well, Very I'm excited. I'm excited to hear about... A little pool action, a little squash. I'm excited on Monday to hear about the first day of school. I can't. I'm, I was so proud of him today. It was a little bit of an orientation, and he exceeded expectations, was a... Uh, was a social butterfly today. So is he, is he taking a bus? Is he going to get driven? Uh, no, no bus. We drop off. Yeah, and I bet you he bolts out of the car and goes, bye. See, as soon yeah. as he got out of the car, he was ready to go. Yeah, good for you. Good for you. Ready to go. Well, have a good weekend, my Thank friend. Thank you, my friend. Judah Wickhauer. Judah, have a good weekend, my friend. Thank you. You as well. I Love Seville show is up in 40 or 50 minutes. 50 minutes at 1230. Thank you kindly for joining us on Real Talk. Show archived at realtalkwithkeefsmith.com. Click the Partners tab. The folks you can trust in the game we call real estate. For Keith, for Judah, my name is Jerry Miller. We'll catch up with you in 53 minutes. Thank you for letting us do this. Good work. All right.